or use your phone. Good morning. This morning when you came in, you should have got a little uh, piece of paper, looks like that. Did everybody get one? Did nobody, is there anyone that, that didn't get one? We got a, got some hands, ushers, if, if you'll keep your hands raised up and, and be sure that the ones that have their hands raised get gets a slip of paper. Huh? No. <laughs> no. No, and and what I want you to do is is uh, put your name, put your name on that piece of paper. Last last Sunday, uh, Pastor Kent uh, started off the this service, and he had the, his piece of paper is is bigger than our piece of paper, and uh, it, it's because he needs to get into the Word more than we do. No, that that's not right. But uh, he, he made the statement that, that we need to find ourselves in the Word of God. Okay? And he put his, put his name up here in the Bible and, uh, and really didn't say a whole lot more about it other than that we need to find ourselves in the Word. In the word. And, uh, you know, that just, you know, kind of got my attention, I guess. You know, it seemed like, to, for me, it was something that was important that, that we need to find ourselves in the Word of God. And, you know, this piece of paper here, you know, has no, no value in it other than the fact that whenever, whenever we see this, it's a reminder that we need to find ourselves in the Word of God. Okay, now whether... Um, you know, you put it in your Bible or you stick it in your billfold or you put it in your purse where, where you know, you're going to see it every day, multiple times a day, you know, but it's just a reminder that, that we need to constantly find ourselves in the Word of God, okay? And, and, and we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Uh, Friday, Thursday or Friday, I think I texted or, or sent uh, Norma an email and told her that, you know, that the title of the sermon was, was going to be, uh, you know, how can I honor God? And, and that's still a good, a good topic, but we kind of changed it just, or God kind of changed it just a little bit. And, um, you know, maybe a better title this morning would be, you know, finding yourselves in the Word of God. Uh, turn, turn to John chapter 1. I, I want to start out in John chapter 1. Uh, it's kind of funny. Norma, after the first service, came up and asked me, you know, what, what versions of the Bible are you using? And I said, well, I've used, used more than one version. She says, well, none of them that you read, you know, I, I don't have. And I said, well... You know, maybe I'm using Larry Garfield's version and just kind of making it up as as I go. Is that is that okay, Larry? Okay. But uh, John, chapter one, verse one. It says, "In the beginning, 
before all time, and I'm reading this out of my version of the Amplified. In the beginning, before all time, was, was the Word, Christ. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God Himself. He was present originally with God. You know, when we, when we find ourselves in, in, the, in the Word of God, it's just not ink on, on pages or just not pages in the book. It says here that the Word is He. Okay? It's Jesus. So we're not talking about ink on pages and pages in a book. We're, we're talking about Jesus because down here in verse 14 it says, it, it says that, that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Okay? So in verse 3, it says, All things were made and came into existence through Him, and without Him was not even one thing made that has come into being. And in Him, or in the Word, was life. And the life was the light of men, and the light, the light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, and that's John the Baptist. And he came as a witness to bear witness about that light, that all might believe through him. And then I want to jump down to verse, verse 14. And it says, and the word became flesh and tabernacled or fixed his tent of flesh among us. And that we actually saw his glory, such glory as only the begotten son receives from his father, full of grace and truth. Every time you look at at your little blue piece of paper here, we need to. It's a reminder that we need to find ourselves in the Word. In the Word, and what did we just get get through reading? The Word is is not just pages in a book, just not words on a on a page, just not ink on a page, but it's it's actually Jesus. And it also says that Jesus is the life. And it says he, it's, it's the light. So as we find ourselves in the Word, we're, we're putting ourselves and, and injecting ourselves in, into the life and the light that's contained in Him. Some of these uh, scriptures I'm just going to mention uh, Normally, you don't have to put them up there if you can't find them. Uh, they probably won't. They're not in my version, okay? In, in John chapter 6, verse 63, it says, The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. In Romans chapter 10, it says, Faith comes by hearing the word. The Passion version of, of Romans chapter 10, verse 17, 
says faith is birthed in a heart that responds to God's anointed utterance. Okay, let me read that again. Faith then is birthed in a heart that responds to God's anointed utterance. So as we're putting our, we're seeing ourselves in the word, what are we doing? What are we doing when we see, when we're putting ourselves in the word, we're seeing ourselves in the word, you know, what, what are we doing? We're building up the image of God on the inside of us. We're seeing who he is and who he says we are in him. You know, in the Bible, from Genesis to Revelations, there's, there's over 7,000 promises that belong to us. 7,000 promises that belong to us. Surely whatever we're needing, Mac, is covered in those 7,000 promises. Glory to God. You know, when we, when I see myself in Him, when I see myself in the Word, I see that I'm more than an overcomer. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above only and not beneath. You know, that's in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses, you know, verse 1 through 14. Talks about the promises of, of Abraham that belong to us. Every one of them belong to us. Every one of them. And, and, and when we find ourselves in the Word, that's what we're looking at. You know, that's what we're looking we're not we're not looking at the at at defeat and oppression and depression and lack and and all that stuff because that's not what the promise of God is if we're a doer of the word you know you can go to this is not in my notes but it's a good one in, in Psalms 91. Oh, I love Psalms 91. Love Psalms 91. And, and, and when you read it, read it like it's, it's, it's you. Don't read it like it's somebody else. It's you. Psalms 91, verse 1. It says, it starts out with he, but I like because I. Dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver me out of the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He will cover me with His feathers and under His wings will I trust His truth is my shield and buckler. What's his truth? It's the word of God. So as we're finding ourselves in the word of God, you know, don't forget our little blue piece of paper here that reminds us that, that we need to be in the word of God. We need to find ourselves in him. You know, we need to find ourselves in the word and, and Jesus and the word are the same. I mean, you can't, you can't separate them, Okay can't separate them. That's where we need to find ourselves. 
Verse 5, it says, And thou shalt not be afraid for terror by night or for the arrow that flies by day. You don't have anything to be afraid of. Afraid of. You know, the Word says that he hadn't given us a spirit of fear. And we don't have to be afraid of the pestilence that walks in darkness for the destruction that, that wasted that noonday. A thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it will not come near me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We can walk right through the valley of the shadow of death and not be touched. Verse 8 says, Only with my eyes will I behold and see the reward of the wicked. And because I have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, my habitation, there shall no evil befall me, and neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. For he has given his angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. They shall bear me up in their hands, lest I dash my foot against the stone. That's, that's what we find out when we, when we find ourselves in, in the Word. You know, if you haven't figured out, I'm a Word guy. You know, but, but there's, no, you know, there's no substitute for, for anything else. You know, I, t- I told the first service that, you know, um, you know, Suzanne and I have been, you know, excited about God, and there's been more times, you know, and, and there's been some times that I really wasn't all that excited in the last 35 or 40 years. But, but let's just say for the last 35 or 40 years, you know, God has been pretty close to the top, Okay. And, you know, we've, we've always, you know, given, given a lot of importance and sometimes not as much as we should have to, to living by the Word of God and finding out who, who we are in Christ Jesus or in the Word. Because remember, Christ, Jesus, and the Word are the same, okay? And, uh, but, but just... Just recently, just recently, you know, we, we've probably seen the Word of God working as much or possibly more in our lives than He has in the last 35 or 40 years. You know, and, and you know, I, I think it's because maybe we've been faithful to the Word of God, but more important than that, that, that He's faithful. He's faithful. You know, you've, you've, everybody's heard this statement before that, that, that winners never quit and quitters never win. You know, I challenge you today to not quit in finding out who you are in Christ Jesus, to finding yourself in the Word. Winners never quit and quitters never win. You know, there's, there's, you know, there's been times in in our lives, and and I'm sure in yours, that it would have been a whole lot easier just to chuck it and just live like the rest of the world. Amen. 
You know, I mean, that's, I mean, it's just, you know, that's just the way the devil works. He tries to discourage you and, and tell you that you're going down the wrong path and, and, you know, what are they going to think about it? You know, and, and, you know, you're not qualified and, and, you know, just, you know, just innumerable excuses to why what you're doing is, is, is not working. But, you know, God never changes. You know, we just sang the song that he's always faithful. Always faithful. You know, and, and I can stand up here without any reservation and tell you that God has been good to, to Suzanne and I. Probably more than, well, I know more, not probably. More than, than we ever deserved. But God has been good to us. But we're not, you know, I always say that he's, you know, that we're his favorite. But, you know, God is not a respecter of persons. You can be his favorite one too. You know, but we, but we find that favoritism when we honor God, you know, uh, the verse of scripture that's on your, on your bulletin is, is first Samuel chapter two, verse 30. Uh, and, and the, the kind of the last part of that, that scripture, uh, well, let me just look at it here. It's, it's on your bulletin. Oh, and it's on the screen. It says, therefore the Lord the God of Israel declares, I promise that your house and the house of your father should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me, for those who honor me, I will honor, and those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. For those that honor me, I will honor. That word honor right there, means to boast about, to make glorious, and to promote. You know, when we boast about God, He's going to boast about us. You know, when we promote God, He's going to promote us. And when we give Him glory and honor, He's going to put us in a place of glory and honor. And what are we doing when we when we find ourselves in the Word of God? You know, like we're we're getting back. We keep getting back to finding ourselves in the Word of God and 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 talking about the Word of God. We're promoting God and bragging on Him. Glory to God. We're bragging on God, and He likes that. You know, He's a, He's a jealous God. But if we'll brag on God and tell tell people what he has done for me, or you tell people what he has done for you, he'll brag about you. Amen? He said, I'll honor those that honor me. You know, we're not going to talk about the ones that, 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 that don't honor God or just you know don't give him much thought because... You know, 
the seeds that we sow come up. And sometimes, uh, you know, that, that's not good because we haven't been sowing good seed. But if you sow seeds of honor and, and, and glory and, and seeds that promote God, then he's going to do the same thing for you. We don't have enough time to go through everything I had here this morning. You know, when you don't do this very much, you don't want to, you sure don't want to run out. But, but uh, you, you, stand the, you stand the chance of maybe overloading your guns and instead of having three shots in your shotgun, you got five. You know, I took the plug out. Okay, for the, those of you that are hunters, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'll, I'll just mention these, these verses of Scripture because I want to, to get to, uh, to the last one here. In Hebrews chapter 6, it says, Without faith it's impossible to please God. Okay, without faith it's an impossible to please God. So the, the opposite would be true. With faith, you're a God-pleaser. Amen. Does that make sense? Okay. So how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. In James chapter 2, verse 17, and, and, and you need to write these scriptures down and go, go home and, and, and find yourself in them. Okay? These are verses of scriptures that, that are good verses of scriptures to meditate on, to study on, and... and, and and to, to, to look at. In, in James chapter 2, verse 17, it says, Faith without action is dead. You know, faith, or it says, Faith without works is dead. So my question is, how do we put faith to work? You know, I, I had a hard time figuring that out for a long time. You know, gosh. You know, how do I put faith to work? I mean, you know, what, what do you do with it? You know, Joel, you know, how, how do you put faith to work? You know, if faith is not something that you can, you know, not like you put on a coat or it, it's not like a, a shovel in the natural that you can go out and dig a hole or, or you know, how, how do you put faith to work? Go to Mark chapter 11, verses 23 and 24. Um, we'll, we'll just go there so I don't... Oh, you got it. I'll just turn around and read it. Truly I say to you, whosoever, shall, whosoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says shall come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Right there is the key to putting faith to work. It's in your mouth. It's in your mouth. It's what you say. It's what you say to the mountain that makes the difference. So in other words, speaking the Word of God is, is one way to put, put, to put action or to put feet to your faith. 
is speaking the word of God. So let's let's bring you know let's let's take that off of the the pages up here and and how do we do that? Well, by his stripes I was healed. You know, he took my infirmities and he bore his sicknesses, and by his stripes I'm healed. Glory to God. The word also says that I wished above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And you know, you, you can go through the Bible and find scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture about healing, about prosperity, about you know having favor, uh, about any situation that, that you're faced with. There's, there's a, a whole book of scriptures in there that you can, you can start speaking into that situation and giving God something to work with. Amen? Glory to God. So that, you know, that's just one way of, of getting our, our faith to work. Look in Joshua, chapter 1. Moses has died, and God is speaking to, to Joshua here, and he said, Joshua, you're the man. Joshua, you're, you're, you're my man for, for this time. You know, and I, and I don't know what you know, Joshua was thinking, but he said, gosh, God, I don't know whether I'm the man or not. You know, I, I don't know whether I can do this or not. But, but God was talking to Joshua and he said, you know, Joshua, you're, you're, you're the man for the job. He says, every place that you put your feet, I'm going to give you. Okay? You know, he gives us every, he gives every one of us an opportunity to be the man or, or the lady for the time that we're in. You know, we all, we all have them you're the man moments. Okay? And here's what he's saying. In verse 5, he says, and, and no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will not fail you nor forsake you. Be strong, confident, and, and of good courage for you shall cause this people to inherit the land which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Only you be strong and very courageous. Man, he's really drilling this into Joshua to be strong and very courageous. This is a strong man's world. You know, and the only way to be that strong man is to find out who you are in the Word and believe what the word that you are, who the word says that you are. This is a strong man's wor world. Okay? You say, gosh, I'm weak. I'm weak. I can't do it. Yeah, you can. The word says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Glory to God. Piece of cake. 
It's a piece of cake. All we need to do is find ourselves in the Word. Man. Where was I at? Only be, verse 7, it says, Only be strong and very courageous that you may do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Turn not to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Glory to God. As long as we keep our eyes on the Word, we're going to prosper. It doesn't say that we won't have opportunities to fail. It doesn't say that we won't have have problems show up, but that we're more than conquerors and overcomers. Okay? Um, verse, verse 8, it says, The book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall, depart, you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. And, when, and then you sh- shall make your way prosperous, and you shall deal wisely and have good success. Verse eight is 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 a key is a key scripture here because it's saying keep the word of God continually in your mouth, and it says to meditate on it day and night. You know that word meditate. Another word for that would be to ruminate. To ruminate. You know a cow has three stomachs, and 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 that she ruminates. Okay, and and you know the cow goes down and gets a bunch of grass and starts eating it and chews it up and swallows it. You know, and it goes down into the first stomach. You know, and and everything's cool. You know, and pretty soon she comes up and she chews on it again. You know that that's what that's what meditating means. You know, or, or what ruminating is. You know, and, and she chews on that grass a little bit more, and the longer she chews on it and the, and the longer it's on the inside of her, the more it is becoming part of her. It's becoming less grass and more cow now than it was when she ate it. Okay? Does that make sense? And then, you know, then she swallows it again. She swallows it again, and it goes down into another compartment, and, you know, the juices and the digestive process, you know, keeps going on. And she, ooh, up, up it comes again. Kind of gross, isn't it? <laughs> kind of gross, but, 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 that's, but that's what we're talking about here, is, is how, we, how we put the Word of God into operation and how it becomes part of us. We just continually meditate on it and chew on it and think about it until... It's no longer words on a page or pages in a book, but it's on the inside of us now. And it is just as natural to us as, you know, breathing. Because it, it just, it's just part of us. It's just part of us. You know, that, and, the, and that's how it works. You know, that's, that's how we find ourselves you know that's how we find ourselves in the in the word of god in jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 and we're and we're going to close with this jeremiah 29 verse 11 through 14 and and this is out of the message bible 
or this is the way my message Bible read. And this is and this is God talking to you. You know, this is God talking to me. Okay? He's 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 really talking to Jeremiah here. But but let's put ourselves in Jeremiah's shoes. Okay? You know, we always need to make the word of God personal. You know. It's not it's not a book to somebody else. It it it's a book written for me. I know what I am doing. I have planned it all out. Plans to take care of you and not to abandon you. You know, God hasn't abandoned any abandoned anyone here this morning. You have not been abandoned by God. You know, it may look like it, it may seem like it, it may feel like it, but the Word of God says that, you, you know, I have not abandoned you. I have plans to give you the future that you hope for. My God, that's good news. You know, that, that, that is good news, folks. plans to give you the future that you've hoped for. You know, the challenge here is not to lose hope. Don't lose hope. I mean, it may look like it's a hopeless situation. You know, um, everything around you may say it's hopeless. But God said, you know, I've got good news. When you call on me, when you come and pray to me, I will listen. And when you come looking for me, you'll find me. Yes, when you get serious, and listen to this, when you get serious about finding me and and want it more than anything else, I'll make sure that you won't be disappointed. I'll turn things around for you. Well, I don't know about you, but that is that is good news. You know, when we really get serious, when we really get serious about about finding God, and we want it more than anything else, he'll be sure that we're not disappointed. And whatever it is you're going through this morning, he'll turn it around. Hallelujah. You missed a good place to shout right there. Glory to God. That is good news. Doesn't make any difference how old you are or how old you're not. It doesn't make any difference what your situation is. But when you really get serious about finding God and, and, and that quest becomes more important than anything else in your life, you'll not be disappointed. Glory to God. You know, I wasn't disappointed when I asked Jesus into my life. 
He didn't disappoint. He said, oh, you're too bad. You know, I, I, you know, there's no place up here for you because of all the stuff that you've done. No. He said, if you'll believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, you'll be saved. Just, just cut and dried. You know, that's the way it is. If there's anyone here this morning that, that needs to receive Jesus as their Lord, now's a great opportunity. You know, it's not hard. It's easy. It'd be the easiest thing that you've ever done. Amen? I had a person here in that, that's part of the body, Oakton body here a, a couple weeks ago, made made this statement. And and I guess, you know, it kind of surprised me, but maybe, maybe it shouldn't have, I don't know. It was just kind of off the wall kind of statement. He said, this is... This, this is the first church that, that we've been in, she was talking about her family, that, that challenges me to do something with the Word of God. You know, if you feel like you've been challenged this morning, I've succeeded. You know, I've, I've succeeded. Because my, my goal was to challenge you to, to change what you're doing now and and get more involved in in finding yourself in the word and finding yourself in in him which in in turn will make it make a difference in your life for the better it'll make those hopeless situations it'll it'll change hopeless situations it'll It'll bring back the, the dreams and, and, the, and the aspirations that you had as a young man and a young woman or, or maybe not such a young man or young woman about the dreams that you had for your life and make them a possibility. Okay? So as, as, the, as the praise team is... is is playing up here. I would challenge you to 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 put your faith into action and 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 come to the altars here and make a commitment that I'm going to find myself in your word. Starting at 11:50. It's 11:49 right now. At 11.50, and we're there, I'm making a commitment to find myself in you. And I'm not just going to find myself there, but I'm going to find myself there and then be, become a doer of it. You know, part of being a doer of it is, is making the commitment. Is making the commitment. And sometimes that's, you know, Satan will fight that harder than he will anything else because he knows that once you make a quality commitment, his goose is cooked. So I would encourage you to make that commitment this morning.